0: if you're trying to reach something there's always going to be challenges and um, something obstructing you from reaching that goal and finding out your why what's driving you what's uh the point of actually trying to reach that goal what are you going to uh, what happens next after that is driven by your why just trying to learn um what made you go into the creative field or why are you pursuing the things you're doing right now um it helps you center yourself when you're lost
1: hey everyone it's me jay christ and you're listening to the voice of ferdini an illustrator and a thriving creative designer from the sunny philippines on this week podcast we talk about her design life stories growing up challenges she faced on pursuing her passion in a developing country like philippines Shared our experiences meeting Christo of the future and her learnings from an illustrator standpoint on studying the business of design and how learning your why can keep you motivated. And practical step on starting your creative pursuit. It is useful especially to those who just starting or started their creative career. And I am very uh, excited to share this episode. Uh, we recorded it. April last April and a and it's a little bit too late to publish it but I, I, here we go and I really admire Ferd's uh, her courage is really admirable to share her design life stories uh, share her insights and learnings and it is actually uh, a great uh, way to talk the problems we, we are facing as a creative and shared it to the community and hopefully you will learn from it too just a disclaimer we're a little bit low-key at this moment at the time we are recording it <laughs> I can I still can't help myself to cringe every time I hear my voice uh, but I guess it's it's uh, it's uh, it's still part of the process and thank you so much for listening and welcome to the episode number 16 and before we go dive in into this podcast or episode please do leave a review on itunes uh, i i really need your review if uh, to know uh, if i'm moving on to the right direction or not so <laughs> I, i'm looking forward for your reviews or uh, to all to all of those who who left the, uh, a review thank you so much and i really appreciate it and yeah i think we can go now on this episode all right so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode You are listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey, fellow creatives. Welcome to the another episode of TDLS. So I'm super excited today. I'm with Ferds or Ferdini, an Hi. illustrator and a designer from Philippines. So welcome, Ferdini. For, uh, thank you so much for accepting my invitation.
0: Hi, Jay. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me and uh, being a part of your podcast. So y- yes. how mm-hmm. do we
2: start?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, i really, uh, I really glad that uh, I, I have the chance to talk with you. So uh, for those who don't know who is Ferdinand, can you tell tell about a little background or personal back, background about yourself?
0: Okay, um, for, of course... <laughs> for our listeners, yes. A lot less of people who would know me, but uh, to sum it in general... Um, I associate myself as a designer. I wasn't always a designer. I was an artist first. And then I transitioned into graphic design and then finally into web design. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I am studying the creative business aspects of design just so I could bridge the gap within a business goal and a creative goal. And mostly that's just because uh, I want, to explain properly why I designed something the way it is. And mm-hmm. so I could um, explain why we need to um, do something as I am apart from uh, what the corporate side actually wants. And that's it.
1: So, uh, w- uh, we just, uh, ano, uh, parang i-mag-ano muna tayo ng a little um, backward muna. So, uh yeah. before you start on uh on uh, on our industry in the design industry what what are uh uh is it your really are you uh are you a fine art student or how, how do you start from this industry
0: okay yeah. um i'm i've been an artist since i was mm-hmm. a kid i yes guess.
2: Yes.
0: And then mm-hmm. when uh, it finally came into high school, that we're supposed mm-hmm. to uh, pick a course that will kind of define our lives for yes. the rest of the uh, mm-hmm. first years of our young adulthood, I picked multimedia design because mm-hmm. I love tech, and that's uh, a part of another part of it is that I know I won't be bored with tech because tech is always. Um, changing and growing and there's always something new every other year or Mm -hmm. every year and uh, that's part of the reason why I chose multimedia and then after that um, I just pick up along the lines of where I can actually um, earn money because as Mm -hmm. you know uh, being an artist being an artist in an Asian family it's always a struggle because they tend to Mm -hmm. tell you that you won't earn uh, that much amount of money that could support you, or there's not much to gain being an artist.
2: Yes. So mm-hmm.
0: uh, I I just wanted to prove that there's something in it that uh, I could actually earn a lot of money and then support them back mm-hmm. for supporting me as someone young. And then yeah,
1: yeah, I see that your uh, this is really uh, uh, illustration this is really your passion since since then so you you you're scribing a lot since uh since you you were young right
2: yeah
1: yeah um, and then uh I saw your uh uh cool illustrations it's it's kinda like uh uh how do you call it how do you call that style
0: oh okay mm-hmm. um First, I think I was drawing yeah. in vectors uh, just vector. flat colors yeah. and yeah. it's how um, most um, animes are <laughs> drawn yeah, um, and then yeah. I transitioned into a painting kind of style where it's mostly mm-hmm. realistic because I'm much more challenged in that side because I think I have kind of mastered the vector kind of style so that's how I got in- into the realistic style but so far i guess uh, being a designer i actually know how Mm to um to prioritize what what kind of style do i need for what application do i want it to be so if for example i am illustrating for um a poster i know that if it if there's going to be fine details in the painting it won't be seen but if i make it large and Mm -hmm. flat i already know that it's something they could immediately see so yeah
1: yeah okay That's so I uh, uh, uh i'm sorry i i i, sc- I scramble it uh, let's go okay. back a little uh little uh uh let's go back to your journey when you're starting out or you you, you get the multimedia arts how's the how's the experience uh, uh knowing that uh you're in a you're in an asian family which is uh Art is really uh, uh, a very uh what you call this they they didn't see it as a, a
0: profitable kind of profitable
1: job. thing yeah. so what what are what what is the spir- the experience the struggles you had and the journey can you can you uh, can you tell more about it
0: okay um yes. when I was a kid uh the limit of how much um creative materials I get or limited to the assignments the school actually give us. So, yeah. mm-hmm. they, for example, um, they give us an assignment for we just need to color it. I'd make an excuse just to <laughs> let my I ask my mother to mm-hmm. buy me some watercolor or acrylics. And I just keep trying to like um, expand the excuse of why mm-hmm. I need the creative materials because my mother tends to uh, limit how much I can use because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Of course, she's my mom and (laughs) uh, she has to um, limit where the money goes because uh, most of that is supposed to be a tuition for us, uh, me and my brothers. And after that, I think uh, going into college, I've uh, got a few spending money aside from uh, commute fares that's Mm -hmm. given to me. So I tend to keep a part or half of it and then spend it on, uh, more materials where i which i haven't experienced yet, just to get a feel of what kind of materials I actually want to use and then uh luckily, because of my school uh I think i i've gotten the privilege of using um really uh techy stuff, and I got mm-hmm. to use a computer because uh <laughs> in our household it yeah. didn't we didn't got to have a computer until mm-hmm. uh after two years of my College and then Mm -hmm. uh, after that, uh, succeeding after that is that um, I developed the love for tech uh, being in a multimedia course. And then, so uh, after um, a few more months into that course, I asked my mom to buy me a digital tablet, and that's how I really got into digital arts and then Mm -hmm. transitioning more into design.
1: Yeah I really love your uh illustrations and I I saw your uh recently uh project on Behance so it's really awesome and uh I learned uh I, th- I think most of uh branding is it's now your niche or what designs right so you you're transitioning mm-hmm. on that uh, on that uh area or focus because uh uh yeah, uh, how how hard it is from illustrations to transitioning into a more uh uh kind of corporate or or business mind uh business minded uh uh works or project. How how's the experience and how do you uh explain or define it? Mm,
0: I think when you're okay. Um Coming from an illustration background and then going to design, I guess the first um thoughts you'll have is what kind of skills I need to learn
2: Yes because mm-hmm.
0: if you're into um, illustration, there's anatomy composition the pr- the basic principles of design, and then going into design, which is much more suited for a corporate need um, you' get a uh, really challenge into using what kind of programs and Mm -hmm. available, um, um, how do you put this, uh, materials that the company gives you Mm -hmm. or what the company already uses because they're not going to sponsor you into buying other new stuff (laughs) that they're used used of. And then, uh, so that's the limiting factor of um, changing from illustration into design. And then uh, I think, one of the other parts is I, I didn't understand um, why some of my designs were turned down, or mm-hmm. uh, they they don't really explain why or yes. mm-hmm. just Clearly. the client mm-hmm. they just follow what the client says. And about mm-hmm. that time, I'm ju- I just keep asking, can, yeah. can you ask why specifically, just <laughs> so I could design, uh, I could make something better? Because if you're if you're coming from an illustration standpoint yes. and then going mm-hmm. into design. Mm-hmm. It's more of a technical aspect rather than a business decision behind the design. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: uh, that's why recently I've started to understand the business side just Mm -hmm. so I could explain why my creative decisions are going to be um, the best solution for their problems or goals. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I could alter it into something that would fit their goals Mm -hmm. and Part of it is also to help my other creative friends who are much more introverted than me (laughs) and they tend to have a hard head that uh, would limit them to technicalities and aversion from Mm -hmm. talks about money and corporate decisions. Yeah, Yeah, this
1: is really a fascinating topic, which is uh, uh, sometimes uh, clients really are. Or working in a corporate, uh, corporate, uh, job is, uh, as a creatives, they tend not to explain the why, right? So yeah. they 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 try to uh, give uh, give us instructions, uh, but but uh, if uh, but the but the uh, what do you call this? But the uh, the hard part is. Uh, knowing how how you can execute it uh, with your style or with your uh, with your creative uh, solutions this is really uh, uh, interesting topics uh, topics to topic to to discuss so uh, it, uh, on the on the, on that part that, that's that's pushed you to to learn more about business of design which is uh, uh, you you uh, you 've attended some seminars like or or some uh, some classes for business of design or or do you tend to uh, self-study more?
2: Uh,
0: about that part, mm-hmm. I do mostly self-study yes. and then mm-hmm. of course if there's some um, local uh, seminars or workshops that I could attend to, I do at, um, at least participate in them but most of the stuff they talk about uh, mostly is really detached from the creative kind of business that i'm trying to understand and it's much more leaning into the um purely business side so it's kind Mm -hmm. of hard to choose which seminars to pick so mostly Mm -hmm. i do self-study online because um Less expenses and (laughs) um, it actually saves me from the hassle of trying to commute to places since I do live in a province and then I have to commute like four hours just to get to a venue.
1: Yeah, you. uh, you uh,
0: uh, Apart from that, I
1: okay, sure. Continue. Okay.
0: No, no. Go ahead.
2: Go. Apart from that, yeah.
0: Apart from that, I, I think I've recently attended some seminar. By one of the YouTube um, channels that I watch, which is yes. the mm-hmm. Futur, yeah. Yeah, And yeah, then, That's
2: what I'm. Uh, I think
0: a- apart from that, um, I think a few startups and then uh, freelance seminars, okay. and uh, mm-hmm. that's all I think. Let's yeah.
1: talk about the uh, the 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 meetup with uh, Chris Do. Uh, of course, uh, we all know, we all uh, known this man, which is uh, a very a great man and educator, and and he teaches uh, creatives to be uh, to be more on a business side rather than a, a order taker. So, how's the the experience meeting the one of the uh, uh, great on design industry or the business of design? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first time I saw um, Chris live was. Yeah. Presentation for Graphic Manila, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: his topic was more generalized, just for the majority of the audience because most of them are students yet. And after that, we had a workshop, and oh, yes. in that workshop, we I have watched Chris um facilitate how what kind of topics we'll talk about. He actually put himself in a neutral standpoint, just so. He could give us our money's worth, so to speak. He always values um, someone else's time and then trying to make it worth their money, how much, because he, I think he's really, he really understood that yeah. mm-hmm, um, coming from other world country, the how much um, workshops and uh, products cost mm-hmm. is it's actually crazy. more of a luxury to us yeah. ra- rather than... Um, something
1: we are capable of on a general basis yeah i really and, uh, i attended okay. the Graphica manila and i really love how he delivered his uh, his uh, uh talk so uh it's a super uh customized for the filipinos because he tend to tell us stories which is filipinos really love stories right so that's really one of the uh, I think one of the great uh, uh, uh events uh, from Grafica Manila which is uh, uh most of the previous Grafica Manila events uh didn 't really uh interact with uh with audience so that's that's uh, yeah yeah right so that 's the missing piece i guess which is uh i really uh really looking for
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, there's a funny story yes. about that because mm-hmm. after the Grafica Manila seminar, Chris actually explained to us that he talked with the Grafica Manila, um, I think, I, I forgot how to call them, but the ones who run the entire seminar. Organizers. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, the organizers. And then they he asked them if uh, they ever tried to interact with the audience or just let them. Ask in about the um, presen- presenter, and then uh, hearing uh, uh, the organizers told Chris that um, nobody in the last few years, past few years of Graphica Manila, ever did it. So I think that's what pushed him to try it. And yeah. I think uh, part of it is that he also wanted to try, he, he really wanted to try something new because he yeah. wanted to be mm-hmm. printed. Uh, uh for the people mm-hmm. locally and yes. he actually mm-hmm. asked it in his facebook account like what well, are the things that uh filipino audience wants mm-hmm. to hear or want them to see with him or what could he give value from his talk yeah he's
1: so down to earth right so very great man and have you noticed also that he uses a uh, comic sense on his presentation
0: no, I haven't noticed, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, I mean, used
1: uh, Comic Sans, <laughs> if you don't know it.
0: <laughs> Where did you found it?
1: Yeah, uh, on on his on his uh, on his, uh, uh speaking or uh, on his talk. He used uh, uh I I guess before the storytelling part, he uh, th- this is the part that he used a uh, Comic Sans. Which is he he uh he asked uh mm-hmm. before the before the event, he asked his audience on his facebook page, which is a uh, kind of uh, anticipated this. so yeah, for those who don't know uh yeah chris do uh, Chris do use the comic Sans in his talk <laughs> now you know so uh, yeah first thank you so much mm. for for uh, for that story that's really uh, fascinating this is really fun. I hope he mm. he's, he's listening so and uh we need to get uh, chris do back in the philippines right
0: oh yes um about that um since after the fun meet i think fun meeting after the workshop uh, the people who attended the meeting form a group that's forming an event or plan how to bring chris do back and chris Do actually told us that um if the 50 people who want him back here in philippines just gives i think it's 20 dollars each mm-hmm. he could come back again and then we could pick what kind of in value we want to uh, learn from him and that kind of th- kind that kind of stuff so if ever after this interview i could give you the link to the group and yeah. it's mm-hmm uh it's a close group mm-hmm. just because we have we want to have uh three active mm-hmm. members who wants to be proactive in trying to figure out or um yes. form mm-hmm. the event to get Chris back in Philippines
1: yeah for sure i will put the link on uh, on our show, show notes. so we go we go uh we go back on your uh, on your Journey as a creative, so uh, having a, 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 of course, most of the creatives we all know that in where we are so introverted. So, uh, how do you uh, how do you, uh, uh, ex or practice this uh, this kind of uh, I mean, go out more and and of course, uh, speak more about uh, about or learn more about speaking and. Yeah, about uh being uh being what you call this uh, outgoing something yeah.
0: like yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, uh, one of the things I'm trying to improve from being an introvert because there are perks from being an introvert, but yes. uh, one of the aspects that we do need to learn is to communicate with others and actually socialize. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think it's one of the things that uh an introvert really needs to work on even if it's something just small as yeah. uh, talking mm-hmm. with someone else or just
2: the like this
0: well the big the biggest challenge is to speak in public
2: so mm-hmm. sure it's one for of sure
0: yeah scary part of being an introvert so uh, one of the things I'm doing to um, improve myself on that part is the uh, I think it's communicating with the people that follow me on my page because I do um, give uh, like value from being uh, an artist myself. So I kind of being on a designer stand the point of view is I could give um, other uh, sort creating. uh, I'm sorry, um, people starting from their journey as an artist. And going into something profitable, I could share some sort of value that could they could probably apply and uh, improve towards themselves. Um, apart from that, I have started to do something sort of uh, what you're doing, um, recording videos. And mostly those are um, blogs yes. that wow. I um, hold myself um uh, trying so to experience it, yeah. um, something new that most wow. uh,
2: introverted
0: artists won't do, like
2: yes. Um, mm, that's really going. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. uh, yes, I'm sorry. Um, having a booth, an exhibit booth, or yeah. uh, participating in conventions. Um, aside from that, is taking pictures of myself. Uh, yeah, uh, those are the small steps. But uh, the next step is I'm trying to be much more. Um, how do you put this? Um, I, uh, I want i'm trying to be more um uh communicative. I'm trying to be more able to communicate myself or just trying to articulate myself better and then trying on to speak in public just to mm-hmm. share my knowledge about design uh,
1: yeah and yeah mm-hmm. uh Do. Di- uh, when do you uh publish these blogs uh, i'm looking forward to it
0: <laughs> okay um I think I've started last year and I've got one or two. And then I was about to get into my third video and then my phone broke down because I keep transferring videos to edit. (laughs) So I'm still working on it. So when when I do get to um, earn more, I guess I'm going to buy either a webcam or a camera just to bring with me apart from my phone. Mm -hmm although that's, that's really kind of, also
1: my struggle yeah. uh, I really like to I like to do a video video blog but my phones get stuck when I, <laughs> when I'm using it so yeah it's 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 really uh I'm really glad that you're uh starting to uh, to be more communicative or outgoing as an introvert and uh, and of, of course uh we all we all need to uh uh, to improve or leverage our uh, ourselves uh, moving forward as a uh, creatives we we tend to uh, to, to do not uh, participate or or just work for our own staff like that so uh, I think one of the learnings that we can learn from FURDS is that to enhance yourself or uh, push more uh, push more your, uh, push yourself and challenge yourself more. So thank you so much, Ferd. So what? Uh, another questions that I have in mind is, uh, so you've been into designing for how long? How long? Uh, um,
0: yeah, I think, think I've started, started design just uh, for three years. Three years. Because oh, yeah, I'm I've been employed, yeah. I think um. On a startup, for, right? Okay, yeah, I've I mm. think I've been employed for four to five years. Yes. And mm-hmm. most of those are uh, mostly graphic artist jobs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just transitioned into design where it's much more technical. So yes. I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm much more of a beginner rather than somebody who's uh, really professional about it.
1: It's okay. So, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the best uh, learnings that you get from from that experience? Is, is it... Uh, have you learned more about, uh, about how the industry works or something like that? Can you tell more about that?
0: Okay. Uh, most of what I learned from... Trend. What was your question again? Transitioning from uh, graphic... Uh, uh,
1: from, from your uh, job experience, I'm sorry.
0: Okay. What are the lessons I've learned from my job yeah. experience?
1: You, you've been in, uh, in a, s- a small team, right? Um uh, mm. or is it a, a larger a larger corporate
0: No, uh I think I've started with uh, uh, a uh startup, so to speak. Yeah, a
1: startup. So you yes. you've been in a uh, small team. So how how's the experience? What is the learnings that you can share for our listeners?
2: Okay.
1: Especially to those who are starting or to those who just graduated
0: okay uh what can I share um, if you're gonna work for a startup it's they they're going to be very upfront about it because they want you to understand that uh, there are some aspects that a corporate they can't give versus uh, from them versus a corporate company and there's uh, they have limitations at, as to what projects they have so they're going to be really upfront about those and then they're going to to be really um personal be personal about some certain things where uh, uh how because they it's because when you're a startup it's much more you're much more visible in the company and in the team yeah. so mm-hmm. they want you to be a perfect fit for them and the rest of the group because uh what carries the business is the whole team rather than just one person or that higher ranking Uh, position so everybody's going to be visible to everybody else so that's something Uh, Mm -hmm. and then don't be afraid to share your limitations and what you're uh, trying to learn about because um, when you're working for a startup everybody's just trying to be uh, uh, to grow and then to help each other because uh, Mm -hmm. startups is all about um, starting up just being a beginner themselves and trying to uh, be a bigger company and reach more. Mm, yeah. I think
2: that's uh, about it. Yep.
1: That's really uh, one thing that uh, I, I I really ab- like what you said. Uh, I totally agree with that. So most of the uh, uh, those who start uh, started just started. I really don't know what is the uh, what is the setup of a. Uh, a startup. So now you know from, from first. So, uh, most of the time you, you just need to contribute and be honest about your, uh, about your limitations, about your, uh, yourself. Uh, it, it's okay if you don't know everything, right? So it's okay if you don't know everything, you can learn, uh, learn more, uh, within your team or within that startups. Uh, that's really, uh, that's really a good thing to start. So, better yet to grab all the opportunities to learn and leverage your uh, design career. So, uh, thank you so much, Ferd. So, any, uh, any yeah, any practical uh, for the last for our last uh, questions. This is uh, before we end the sessions. Uh any last or practical tips for those who, who are young or just starting out on the design industry. Uh, can you give uh, the, uh, your best practical advice for them?
0: Um, best practical advice? Um, I think that would be learn your why. Uh, yes. It's coming from Simon Sinek, actually. Okay, Simon Senek is a motivational speaker and yes. he mm-hmm. has this book called um, Learning. I, I think it's starting with why
2: or okay. mm-hmm.
0: just asking um, why Why are you doing what you're doing in the first place. So yeah, um, yeah. if you're a beginner or a student or just someone who's, ju- who's trying something new in your life, ask why you're doing that because through... if you're trying to reach something there's always going to be challenges and Mm -hmm. um something obstructing you from reaching that goal and finding out your why what's driving you what's uh the point of actually trying to reach that goal what are you going to uh, what happens next after that is driven by your why so Mm -hmm. just trying to learn um what Made you go into the creative field, or why are you pursuing the things you're doing right now? Um, it helps you center yourself when you're lost among a lot of things because, uh, if you're connected with like, uh, I mean, if you're going to expand your life into the corporate world, it's easy to get lost and then uh, fall into um this state where, uh, you're going to be. Confused and be pulled into various directions. So, uh, trying to understand uh, what's driving you, and then um, recording it because an important aspect of it is recording what you're starting, uh, what you're starting with right now, yes. mm-hmm. uh, helps bring uh, frame what mm-hmm. you're doing right now, and then uh, it could track your progress after that, and then into the yeah. succeeding mm-hmm. years.
1: Yep. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Thank you so much, Ferds. Uh, to You're end welcome. the show, yeah, to conclude what Ferds said, uh, uh, I'm, uh, pas- uh I really, I'm really a big fan of passion, hard work and knowing your why, which is, uh, Ferds just said right now. Uh, knowing your why is really one of the things that you can, uh, you can Expand uh, on your life, on your professional career, or anything. This is really one one thing that can motivate you, that can start something or or something great. So, and another part, another good thing that Ferd said is uh uh yep uh, document document your progress. Documenting is really uh really uh really important right now we have a social media we we have you have your portfolio you can uh, document don't worry if your work is sucks. <laughs> we, we, we go uh, we all do uh, works that uh, that we find uh, not really interesting but uh, but that's how we grow right so yes and and again finding your why and documenting. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so Welcome. much for, for, yep, uh, for uh, accepting my invitations. I'm really uh, grateful to have you on the show. So any, uh, any, uh, for those who like to reach you out, uh, what, what is the best uh, channel or uh, to, if they have a questions, what is the best channels to reach you out?
0: Okay, um, since I'm still um, beginning early in my design career, I think, the be- I think the best channels for you guys to reach me is my Twitter accounts. Uh, there's two yeah. because I'm trying to filter out my content. So nice. one aspect is the illustrations and the other aspects is the design. And I think if you guys really want to um, watch my process on how I think for design, just follow me at uh Ferdini on Twitter and the rest if you just want me for my works i guess you could just follow me on behance
2: yes yes mm-hmm.
1: follow uh Ferdini on twitter on behance uh, i personally followed Ferdini on twitter i really love how uh, she's uh, uh, the progress or the how he how she document uh, her uh, her work so uh, I think you, you will learn something new. One or two, you will learn something new for sure. So thank you again, Perdini, and uh, have a great day.
0: You too. Thanks again for inviting me
1: and that's it for this week podcast thank you so much for listening for your time and i hope you enjoyed that episode with Ferdini a little bit low-key but <laughs> i think you learned something new right so let me know if you learn something new let me know if i i'm moving into the right direction just go to itunes and leave your review and you can also share your favorite episode and go back to the old old episode share it with your friends colleagues family strangers to anyone who you might think uh, that they can get value from it. thank you so much again and i hope to see you again later just go to the the designlifeshow.com that's the designlifeshow.com bye guys